look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're here with Dave and Faisal on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. Faisal, every year we check in uh, and talk to, uh, to Jane Rooney, who's Canada's financial literacy leader within the, th- uh, the federal government. And we just get an update as to uh, the state of literacy in Canada and talk a little bit about what seniors need to know, where they can get help on, on understanding some of these things. And, you know, as our population ages, uh, we know that there's going to be in- or potential for increasing problems for, you know, fraud and, um, and, those, kinds of, um, and those kinds of abuses, right, against, uh, against seniors. So I want to welcome Jane back to the show, and uh, and we're going to get uh, get an update and talk a little bit about some of the particulars that I think seniors need to be mindful of when handling their finances. Jane, thanks for joining us again. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, you've been a number of years in the job now, and let's just talk about some of the uh, the progress being made and some of the items that you think seniors in particular need to be mindful of when handling their finances. Sure. Thank you very much. I'm actually three and a half years in this in this role as financial literacy leader within the federal government, and uh, it's been an amazing experience. We have seen great momentum building around the country in terms of more organizations mm-hmm. providing more information for our general population and seniors in particular. Um, some of the trends that we've seen over the past couple of years are a bit worrying, though. As you know, we are in an environment of very high debt levels in Canada and very low savings rates right. and of course that's a that's a worry for our seniors population and those you know nearing their retirement because we know people don't know how much they need to save for retirement many are not saving towards retirement and so the great thing is more seniors are living longer but that also means that you know we have to be planning for longer time in retirement and potentially health costs associated with with our, our older years you know you want to plan for um, being able to you know provide good health care for yourself so some worrying trends in terms of debt and savings but the good news is there are lots of organizations out there helping seniors well, and let's just talk a little bit about your success over the last three years. And if memory serves me correct, Faisal and Jane, I think we had the opportunity to to, uh, to interview or have you join us on the show just after you took That's over right. the position. So it's, That's right, uh, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, thank you again for joining us. But give us an idea of the, the kind of recruitment that you've had and the acceptance or willingness that you've had from the financial industry to get involved and, and uh, you know, help seniors in particular deal with some of these issues. Sure. A couple of the amazing things. So rather than just um, talking about the financial sector right away, I'll let you know that over the past three years, we've seen um, financial literacy networks all across Canada add uh, more more people, mm-hmm. uh, more networks. So we now have 13 formal networks within Canada, and three are within Alberta. There's a, a one in Calgary, one in Edmonton, and then an Alberta-wide network. So there are organizations in the public, the private, and non- non-profit sector all working together to help uh, people within communities across Canada. So first and foremost, momentum has built. Second, in terms of what's happening with the financial services sector and helping seniors in particular, 
The Canadian Bankers Association launched a program two years ago, um, and it's a program for seniors directly, where volunteer bankers will come into communities, into homes for seniors, to talk about what is fraud, what's financial abuse, and how to budget with a more limited income. So those three modules are are underway. It's called Your Money for Seniors, um, and it, again, it's it's has to be non-commercial in nature, uh, but there are volunteers who are experienced professionals who can answer questions. And I've seen those uh, seminars in action. It's very interesting to see seniors talk about what financial abuse might look like. And when someone talks about something that's happened to them, it spurs more conversation. And then the professional can come in and say, you know, financial abuse looks like this, and this is what you need to do about it and how to report. The other area where um, I've seen great progress is the credit union. The Canadian Credit Union Association launched a program called Financial Abuse for uh, Older Adults, Recognize, Review, and Respond. So it's the association training frontline staff within credit unions on how to recognize what financial abuse looks like, who to report to, and how to respond. So again, that program has been launched uh, um, a couple of years ago, and Credit unions and frontline staff all across Canada are currently being trained on that. So we've seen some good progress within the financial services sector around identifying for seniors and for the frontline staff how to protect people against fraud and financial abuse. Um, the other thing I will say is the financial sector is heavily involved in funding nonprofits who are offering programs within the community. Um, and so there there is an involvement in terms of helping support those who maybe seniors are more comfortable going into their community centre to ask somebody for some help, and that support, the financial support, is being helped through the financial sector. One of the biggest uh, challenges that seniors have is being able to make decisions, especially about complex issues. So from your perspective, how how can seniors deal with having to make faster and more complex decisions because of the change in business and the shift maybe online or more of a a web-based or an internet-based uh, um, lifestyle. Yeah, it's it's our financial sector has moved definitely online, and more and more people are required to be comfortable with computers and and digitalization, as we call it. Um, but you know what? The branch staff are still available, so it's important for for consumers to know that they still have people they can talk to. We in the federal government, we also have a website and we have a call center. So we're at canada.ca slash money. Um, and so www.canada.ca slash money. We have lots of information. We have tools to help people build a little bit more comfort in what are financial products and services, what are the right kinds of questions to ask when you're talking to a financial professional about a product. We have tools um, that are selector tools where can, seniors can go online in the government website and in an unbiased environment, shop around for a bank account that best suits their needs. Uh, we have credit cards that, again, you can shop around for a credit card that best suits your needs. So we've identified the types of uh, products out there. We've narrowed down um, a tool to help people shop around. So it's around, you know, what's the lowest cost? What are some of the the um, aspects around those products that you need to know about. So we're trying to do our part in in reaching people through online services, but also through in-person, uh, through community-based organizations. So, you know, Momentum Calgary is a phenomenal organization helping people better understand products and services, um, but also learn how to navigate online. 
So you're right. Um, financial services is fast. It's complex. But there are definitely organizations out there that can help uh, people become more comfortable. Know that there are organizations like the federal government that can give them the tools and a little bit of information to help them become more comfortable making financial decisions. Jane, just one more question, um, and we've got maybe just a couple minutes here, but I want to swing back to the notion of, um, of financial abuse for just a second. Mm-hmm. And so if you could give us an example or the listeners um, an example of some of how to spot some of the most common types of financial abuses that, uh, you know, one or two that that seniors face. I think that would be really helpful. Well, you know, there's um, a great organization called the the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the RCMP and the Ontario Police, Provincial Police and uh, Competition Bureau. They have a website, but they also have a, um, a tip line. They have scams described, and we have scams described on our website. So it's, you know, a, a an easy thing to spot for financial abuse is uh, an older person coming in with someone who they don't seem very comfortable with and withdrawing large amounts of money mm-hmm. that might not be their typical uh, amount of money that they would be withdrawing. So again, there there's descriptions of the types of frauds and scams that might be online um, that you might experience, but you know the frontline staff are being trained to identify that. Something that a senior, again, a lot of seniors still answer the telephone. Um, and so a, a scam that we've seen happen frequently is like the grandparent scheme. Mm-hmm. So someone calling, pretending to be a grandchild, saying mm-hmm. that they're in trouble and needing money. Um, the grandparent on the line is, you know, put uh, a bit off kilter because it's someone obviously in need and asking for the money right away. So it's you know, it's important for people answering the telephone to to identify who it is that they're talking to, you know, maybe calling uh, their, their child to find out if that grandchild was where that they said they were. But um, that's a typical right. fraud that's called the grandfather or the grandparent scheme. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, you know, others, CRA uh, will never call people directly to say you owe money and back taxes. And this is a scheme, and because we are, you know, kind of coming up to the tax season in the new year, um, that scam comes back every year. So aggressive calls to people who, you know, might be uncomfortable on the telephone, asking for uh, money and threatening that someone's going to come to their home to arrest them because they haven't paid their taxes. CRA has issued alerts about that kind of a scam. It's something to be aware of. Uh, And so, you know, we're coming to tax season. So, again, I've been told by um, police officers it may may come up again. So those are just two examples of the types of scams that might happen by telephone or in person. So, Jane, I just want to make one more comment before we have to go to commercial break. Um, The size of your portfolio or how much wealth you have does not determine how much literacy you have in the financial sector. You can still be taken for granted, taken advantage of, duped, whatever you want to use, uh, because I've seen many people with large size portfolios still have a, a literacy level that may not be as high. So this happens to all people. It's not just people who, who don't have um, you know large uh, savings yeah, and so wealth, forth. Yeah, yeah it, it can happen to all. So just, just if you're out there and you're listening to this show, listen to what Jane's talking about because it can happen to anybody and everybody. That's Jane, right. Thank you very much again for uh, our annual check-in, and we appreciate all the work that you and your group are doing. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with you today. 
We've been joined by Jane Rooney, Canada's financial literacy leader within the federal government's Financial Consumer Agency of Canada. Faisal, before we sign off here, we've got an upcoming seminar on Tuesday, November the 21st. Let's invite everybody out to that. Yeah, literacy is the key. Let's talk about the literacy of how do you transition to retirement, the profit and protecting of your portfolio, and how do you receive income for the rest of your life on Tuesday, November 21st, 7 p.m., at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats. So give us a call, 966-8400, 966-8400, or go to our website to register at morethanmoneyradio.com. After the break, we'll discuss a report that says the contribution limit on RSPs is damaging to your retirement. That on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.